Good evening and welcome to Sparkle of Light Spiritual Chat Show. My name is Alice Trevorrow and I will be your host this evening. Tonight we have a great guest, international medium, Joan Frances Boyle. The Joan Frances is a psychic medium, but she's also got a whole list of things that she has done and accumulated over the years. She's a very talented lady, so I'm going to read this out so as I get it right. Okay, um, so Joan Frances has appeared on many um, magazines, health magazines, and also TV show, which was Fox News. And she's also an author as well of many books. She's also a past life surrogate, which will be more to explain on that later in the show. And psychic properties are there as well. A psychic investigator, mystic tarot consultant and teacher, and clinical hypnotherapist, Karina, master teacher, uh, executive firewalker walk no executive firewalker instructor <laughs> um so there's lots more though and you know I, you know but i will get joan francis to actually tell us a little bit more about that um so let's welcome joan francis on to the show hi hey. joan francis how are you darling how are you hello alice thank you for having me on and yes and yeah there's a big list there but it took a lifetime to accumulate yeah i bet <laughs> it did i bet it did yeah uh so it's great to have you on to the show um tonight and uh, we are going live um onto facebook yeah. we're going live onto um youtube as well I was just double checking that we're definitely alive, but we are. Uh, so um, hopefully um, some people will put some comments if they have any questions uh, for Joan Francis tonight. Uh, you know, but let's actually um, talk a little bit about, about yourself, okay? And where it all began for you. Um, oh, and I know by reading and, and listening and doing a little bit of my research as well it all began when you were a very young child exactly yes yeah. oh fun yeah yeah you're, you're totally correct and the thing for me is that you know I believe everybody is psychic you know I believe everybody can do all of this it's just some people uh in a sense brush it to the side and and they focus their talents into different areas but for me it's always been there and even as a young child, you know, I had so many playful friends, as I used to call them, you know, so I would, and, and to me, they were real. I didn't think that they were different from anybody else as well. So, you know, when I was playing, you know, especially, you know, I always remember like my little conductress, um, you know, little ticket machine thing, and they would all be sitting on the staircase in my mum's house, you know, and of course that would be in my bus, it was the staircase, and, and I had all these people sitting on the staircase, and but they were real to me, and they were talking to me, and they were having these conversations with me, so there, um, and my mum, um, bless her, you know, because she never ever uh, dismissed it, and uh, she never encouraged it in a major way, but what she did do was very cleverly taught me without actually telling me what she was doing. Yeah. And we used to have these moments because I was the youngest in the family, so they would all, all the rest would all be away out, and my mum and myself would be sitting, and she had, we had this coal fire, 
and she loved to sit quite close to the hearth of the fire, you know. And and then she would say to me, you know, look in the fire, tell me what you see. And of course, I would be looking at the fire, you know, at a safe distance, of course, but, you know, but I'd be looking in and the flames would be roaring up there and and all of a sudden the flames, in a sense, would part and here for the embers, you know, like the deep part of the fire, I saw all these faces and I would be telling and describing all these faces and people and what they were doing and everything. And it was so real. Yeah. As a child, mm -hmm. to me, it was it was captivating, you know. Yeah. And then um, she would just say, oh, really? And and sometimes I would look at her and she'd have a wee tear in her eye. And I'd say, oh, don't be sad because they're all smiling. You know, they're all happy, you know. Uh, but then I, as a child, I didn't recognise. But what I was telling her was all my ancestors that I didn't even know. Yeah. And many, many years later, um, in actual fact, it was actually after my mum had passed. I was quite young when my mum passed. And when my mum had passed over, my older brother, he... Uh, got these photograph albums and they were really quite thick and apparently our family was quite wealthy when, when you know, our ancestry was quite wealthy. And, of course, when he started to open this book and and I had saw this book, it kind of came at me psychically and it was spinning through the air and then it landed right in front of me and I could see the binding of it. It was beautiful, kind of a red, deep red leather with this gold trim. But of course, my brother brought these books out after my mum had passed and he was saying, oh, this is all our ancestry. And the books were so, because they were over, you know, a lot, many, many years. And of course, it had a covering on it, a paper, paper brown covering on it that had been tied up. And as he opened them, started recognizing these faces you know that I'd never seen before in pictures and I was like oh I know that one you know and then he would turn out I know that one and and then lo and behold I had told him about this one about my grandfather who was standing with a cricket bat and he said nobody in the family done cricket you know but lo and behold when he turned this page here was one with my grandfather and my mum and all the siblings all kneeling down, and what was he leaning on was this cricket bat. Oh. And I said to him, what's the front of this book like? And he says, oh, it's so old, you can't touch it, it's going to disintegrate. But he painstakingly did, unraveled it, and lo and behold, here was the cover, but it was so faded, it wasn't the bright, you know, deep red that I saw, but you could see the binding that was there, the edging. And that for me was like, wow, that was just so powerful. And although I was older at the time and I'd had all these experiences, you know, then it was the case of, um, it's just confirming, you know, like things you experience. But my, one of my biggest moments was when I was 11 and I tell this story because it's so real for some people as well, children especially, now adults, will remember back doing something possibly like this. My little friend Marjorie Rouse, who emigrated to Australia, and if you ever hear me, Marjorie, please get in contact. 
because I've lost the touch. We didn't have the internet when I was young. And I always remember her coming in from, from, you know, after school break and she'd come running through the playground and we were trying to find one another. And we were in uniform. And this was a big awakening for me. Although I'd had all these psychic experiences, but this was a big awakening. And she ran towards me. I was looking at her. And for me, my world is colour. You know, when I look at yourselves and anybody else, it's like, I see your aura, I see your chakras. It's just a, a done for me, you know. Yeah. I can't help it. <laughs> it's can always you there. Aura? Can, you, can you see mine? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I see I'll come to you. I'll tell you in a minute. I'll finish oh. this. <laughs> but, and when I looked at Marjorie running towards me, she had, um, our aura colours had changed. Oh. And what I didn't realise at that moment you know, and because I did see her colours change so much, I was like, oh, your colours are different. Mm -hmm. But she looked down at her uniform and she looked at me and she went, and it was the way she looked at me. She went, my colours are the same as yours. And it was a stunned look that she gave me. And I went, no, no, your, your colours, your colours have changed. And again, she looked and she went, mm, mm, colours are the same as yours. And she got really quite stroppy with me. And it just at that moment, it was the very first time I ever heard my higher conscious say, shh, it's time to be quiet. Yeah. 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 And I never said another thing. And I went home and I told my mum. And and that was what, the only time my mum said, you know, um, you need to be careful now when you go out because some people don't see the same things as you and, yeah. and they might take it the wrong way. So you need to learn now to understand when you can speak and when you don't speak. And from that age, that was right about the age 11, and right up to my teens, you know, I watched and learned. I watched people's orders. I watched what they were saying. I watched what they were going through. And for me, that was a bigger turnaround for me. I learned so much, you know, about auras and chakras and not just seeing the, the pretty colours and, and things like that. So there was a lot in my higher self and guides came in at that point and really started to teach me a great deal. And then I had this experience, and some people might be interested in this, might not be, but I had this experience with an extraterrestrial. and. I say he because it was a masculine energy, but as he came forward and I worked with him for two years and he learned me so much, absolutely so much um, at that time. Uh, and it was just phenomenal. My experience and knowledge of how he showed me things working through the energetic systems was just amazing, absolutely amazing. And then really, my first time going into a spiritualist church kind of brings me up to my professional side of things, but it wasn't me, it was actually one of my sisters. And she had said, there's a message, I'm being told there's a message for me in the spiritualist church. And I was, I'd never, I didn't even know a spiritualist mm -hmm. church existed. And I was about 33 years of age, there you go. Um, maybe just before that, but I, was like a spiritualist church 
would you want to go to a spiritualist church for? You know, mm-hmm. and there's a message there. There's a message there. And I kept thinking, but you think you get messages. Why, you know, but unannounced to me, she didn't get messages. I thought we all got messages. <laughs> so that yes. was the point there. Yeah. And and it was at that moment, everybody was coming out. We went to the wrong place and she told me it was the wrong address. And, and then we got there and nobody was there. And then we went to this other address and, and everybody was spilling out, you know, it was over with and, and she says, oh, I'll go in and ask. And, and she went in and I was following her through the doorway. And at that moment, um, she turned to me. And and you might not think it now, but I wouldn't say boo to anybody, you know. <laughs> but at that moment, she turned and she went, oh, come on, come on. Uh, it's all about healing, you see. And And just at that moment, I felt this hand on my back, literally, pushing me in the door, which meant I was more or less face to face with her. And I went, no, no, turn around, turn around. And, and I pushed her forward. And she was like, oh, because I'd never done anything like that before. And then when I turned around to say, hold on a minute, you know, there was absolutely no one there. I even stepped back out the door and there was nobody out in the foyer. And, and that was the moment for me to turn to what I then term as spiritualism. Yes. Because before that, it was it was all, it was just natural, you know. Yeah. I'd been brought up a, a, a Roman Catholic. Um, you definitely yeah. didn't think about spirit. <laughs> no, I was the same. I was brought up a Roman Catholic. No, you definitely did not. <laughs> and especially in, in, well, when I say especially in my household, but um, my family was very much, uh, really involved with the the, the Catholic religion it still is to this day, uh, yeah. nuns, priests, and everything else. You know, so uh, and I, my, myself even was going to be a nun right up to the age of thirteen, and then I was like, you know, that is that's totally changed. You know, at that moment, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and then of course power of development, you know, accelerated. And and I suppose for me, I was still seeing the orders, I was still seeing the chakras, I was still um, seeing the spirit and communicating with spirit, and I was still having predictions and everything else. But then my world opened up, you know, to, like, other people who did do the same thing. Uh, and that then was fascinating for me. And of course, then I I really stepped in. And I always remember my first time at a development circle at that same spiritualist church. And the spirit said, watch and learn. And I sat in this group in the centre of the floor. But I was then told to look up on the platform and all the spirit lined up on the platform. And I thought, what are you doing over there? Mm-hmm. And they said, this is where we're going to come in. I said, but we're over here. <laughs> you know, telepathically speaking, of course. And, they, and then at that point, they came down and stood next to the people that they connected with. Uh-huh. And, and then they said, and now you're going to stand up here. And that's exactly what happened, you know. So yeah. Yeah. that's a crash course in Joan Francis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
yeah and and, and from there as well i mean you you've you furthered on from from there and i believe you you went to america as well yes yes yeah. uh, i i love i love the states as well um you know so much you know happens because i've i've served the spiritualist um some of the biggest spiritualist uh camps in in america uh, in fact i've served the biggest camps in america uh both were amazing both were were fantastic uh you know serving them doing obviously teaching spirit communication and everything else but also uh, physical mediumship and we had some fantastic stuff over there and and also uh one of the as a, a, a Casadega is um is, is a, a whole village full of spiritual people yeah. you know yeah. and their houses yeah. are there and and right at the end of the pathway at the roadside they have all their signs up you know like this psychic next house next house, you know and, uh-huh. and you just go, this is amazing I would love to live like this you know all yeah. the time I did for yeah. a while Actually, yeah. over there. Uh, unfortunately, we had a, a death in the family, and I came came back because you know of that illness. And unfortunately, COVID struck. I I thought I'll stay for my birthday, um, and because of that, the pandemic struck in the the, the beginning of March, and my birthday at the end of March. And of course, then all flights were were grounded and everything else, and yeah. and then one thing led to another, and then it was another six months, and da da da. And I actually um, went to go back, and unfortunately, they told us that we had to have the vaccines to yeah. get on the flight, and uh, yeah, so yeah, understand shot yeah. vaccine, yeah, yeah, understand, yeah, yeah, and then it was yeah. like. Game over, you know, uh, yeah. at the moment. So, yeah. No, I know, I know what you mean by that. <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And yeah. It's, it's so different, yeah. you know, the life in America, in a sense, is really different from here in the UK. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there, there's certain parts of America that is so open to the power of um, spiritualism and they they love it. They queue up. I mean, yeah. they literally queue up uh, for to have readings, and they travel hundreds of miles to to come for a reading. You know, oh, I've met some lovely American American friends. You know, and I, I love it. I love it, and I can't wait to get back. You know, um, yeah. even just to go over and serve. You know, in that way. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. You know, well, and I've people had so many. Sorry, John. Sorry, John, to interrupt you. We've got some people on just now. I would, I would just like to kind of um, say hi to. We've got Kira. Um, so hi, Kira. I know Kira. Kira's one of my students. She's a lovely girl, and it's lovely to have you on, Lorna. Um, Lorna Taylor. It's lovely to to see you. Just got lovely to see John Francis. Um, and okay. we've got um Susan Thompson. Um, hi, yes. lady. <laughs> hi Susan and Paula as Paula as well who says hi so I, I just wanted to just say hello to some of the ones that are actually starting to come in and join us now Joan Francis yeah. because it's really, um, you know to 
just welcome them as well as being part of this. Yes, I know these ladies as well. Um, yeah. I, I've actually noticed a few um, pop-ups from, from Facebook where people are actually trying to get on and they're saying that they're finding a wee bit difficulty. So, oh, okay. you know, if they're, if they're watching this and it's streaming out to Facebook, we know you're there. Um, yeah. Do try the link again. And, and see if you can actually just get onto the yep. platform here with us. And if not, yeah. hold fire and, also, you know, we will... Yeah, yeah I did forget to mention at the beginning, um, everybody who comes on has to give Facebook permission um, for their name to be on, um, on, on the screen yeah. as, as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have got it on um, the event part of it the page i've got it on there uh you know so it does say on the on the actual um advertisement for this that you mm -hmm. have to give permission to facebook for to get your names um on the screen um the screen. so just yeah. i'm just reiterating that as well to everybody you know um the, the, the i don't know much about this part of it <laughs> The technical side is what I'm hopeless with. I just know please just, just give them permission. Just it do. <laughs> Help us here. I mean, I'm doing it earlier. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I mean, this is a new thing for me because I'm, you know, you're, you're still I'm a, I'm a medium, you know, so this is a new thing for me hosting, you know. Um, but, you know, Joe and Francis, I do feel it's very important, though, because, you know, to see the other side of things as well and and to yes. you learning as well because by, by hosting and, and doing an interview, I'm learning from you. I'm learning from people who yeah. come on. You know, mm -hmm. and, and that's what life's about, isn't it? It's about learning and your whole journey in life. Yeah, I, I totally agree on that because the the part for me is being behind the scenes because I've done hosting as well, yeah. um, being on television, being on, you know, like different uh, radio stations and everything else. And the back end, that's sometimes that's what people don't understand. And I teach that in part of the courses that I do is being at the back end, you know, of uh, or some people will say being at the front of the camera, you know. But even although you're in front of the camera, you still have all this technical stuff to deal with, you know, as yeah. well. And and every day is a school day. So yeah. <laughs> that, that. And that is true. And I use yeah. that phrase a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Is that, you know, just to take away the, in a sense, the fear of, of technology and the fear yeah. of being in front of a camera. And I know one of my very first experiences of being going into a TV studio, which was many, many years ago, uh, it was actually on a programme, uh, Kilroy, believe it or not, uh, I, and I went in my role as a clinical hypnotherapist, you know, and um, it was really interesting. And the camera stage floor manager, you know, of the camera, he, he says to me, um, and I, of course I was sitting there going, okay, right, calm, calm, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he came over and he says to me, um, look at that camera and of course now we look at these tiny little cameras that we've got yeah. tv shows used to have these huge big things that would drag around on wheels you know and he says look at that camera he says and imagine your best friend he says and talk to your best friend uh-huh it was the uh -huh. best advice man ever gave me and it, yeah. it's so yeah. Because then you, you're on and you're talking to your friend, you know, yeah, it's, it's there. Right. And it's scary for 
Yeah. Sometimes it's just to take away, you know, and I, I say that to everyone who comes through my classes and courses and, you know, and everything else. And I say, get in front of a camera, sit with your, your Zoom on, uh, put the, the, in a sense, put the the camera on yourself and and talk, you know, pull a card, do something like that, talk about the card, do whatever, and then switch it off and then play it back. Yeah. And then ask yourself, you know, and, and everybody doesn't like to see themselves on camera. <laughs> I, I talk with my hands, as you can see. I, I talk with my expression of my face, you know, uh, especially my eyes. And I always think, oh, my God, don't make your eyes go big, you know, <laughs> things like that. But you have to get rid of all those fears and just accept yourself of who you are. I know, that's a hard one though, isn't it? I'm still working on that. I'm still working on that and I'm 60. <laughs> we, we work on it constantly all the time, as, as the girl said. Every day is a school day, you know. And <laughs> but the more you do it and the more you get comfortable. And, and that's a thing. You know, I always talk about, you know, connecting and in one of my courses, in fact, I've just published for to start again in January. Sorry, I've done a wee pun there. Shouldn't have done that. Um, it was, uh, you know, it's how you psychically tick. And if you yeah. can understand how you psychically tick, your development goes so fast because you're then ready to accept who you are and how you tick. And, and of course, it just it goes into that momentum but at the same token, I always think if you understand how you work psychically, then you can build a skyscraper. Mm -hmm. You have a fantastic foundation then. And nothing will rock your boat, as they say, you know. And, and you'll always want to add another floor and another floor and another floor. And that's what happens, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. And over the in a sense, for me, probably the same for you, Alice, is that, you know, as, as you work with one thing, like, once I understood, like, not everybody saw auras and chakras the way I did, then the power of the knowledge and how they worked and why they did that and how they, they changed shape or changed colour or, or integrated in certain ways, you know, I learned all of that which then allowed you to go deeper with a person. And then from there, you know, then the past lives, I remember even sitting, I'm laughing at this, because even sitting in mass with my mum at a service, and as a child, you're too young, you, you get a bit bored. So you kneel up and you look at all the faces that's behind you, you know, and my mum would be pulling at my leg to sit down. But what I loved looking at was how all their faces changed. Mm -hmm. And I would see these different faces. I still knew it was that person intuitively inside me. I knew it. But there would be a different, maybe a different culture from, you know, in a time period. Mm -hmm. And I didn't learn to well into, you know, middle age. You know, <laughs> it was that moment of, and in my book, I've actually called it facial recognition. And because I wanted to give it a title so that people could could understand it. And and then from there it then went on to you know 
I got older, obviously in my teens, I would then start to see full pictures, like a cinema, you know, of what was happening with them. And then eventually one day, which I've disclosed in the book, I've, I've gave the whole story, how it happened, why it happened, how it, how it worked, you know, everything. And, and all of a sudden I became the past life surrogate. Mm-hmm. And, and I've disclosed everything because I do feel that it shouldn't be something that I keep to myself, you know. And I, I have to touch on that actually, John Francis. I wanted to touch on that about the past life surrogacy. Um, because for those who don't know what that is, you know, mm-hmm. can you explain a little bit about that to the people out there? So simple. You know, most people know about clinical hypnotherapy as in past life regression. Yeah. It is entirely the opposite. So um, I am a clinical hypnotherapist and I am qualified in, in regression and progression as well. But past life surrogacy is not hypnosis. It's nothing like hypnosis. In fact, you don't actually have to do anything except for give permission uh, to become your surrogate and what happens in a simple simple terms to put it is that I take three breaths and within that three breaths and it's been timed by other people 21 seconds I actually become you in your past life and I see through your eyes I hear as though it's your ears I feel exactly what you were experiencing in your past life I look around and and I don't see my surroundings anymore. I am, you know, in your past life and your era of that time. Mm -hmm. And if you were kissed in the cheek, I will feel the passion of that kiss in the cheek. But if you were also punched in the face, I will also feel the pain of that punch in the face. Now, I have to point this out right away. It does not affect me. In fact... it leaves me instantly. I come out of it and I have no after effects, uh, nothing at all. In fact, I could go and eat dinner or, or go to shopping or do whatever. Yeah. And it just leaves me completely. But what it does do, and at the time of this happening for me, when I come into full awareness of the legacy side of things, mm-hmm. uh, and as I say, I've revealed it in the book and for me, I was given that instruction, but also my energy was altered. And my energy was altered, how it was told for me, was so as I could sustain your energy as the surrogate for a longer period of time, not just a snippet here or there, for the duration of the time that it takes to bring that life from what actually happened to the point of death because in that time frame um you know you will either have and it is for therapeutic purposes i don't do it for sightseeing it's only for therapeutic purposes because that's part of my life purpose that's why i'm doing it yeah it's um, all for healing you, yeah it's healing it's a, a tremendous healing but for everyone who was involved in the past life, it's it's just an amazing process. I 
you know, people will say to me, oh, how do you do that? You know, and I say, well, I take three breaths and there it is, you know, but if you want to know how it happened, you know, I'll tell you. But the thing for me is that most people has either, they have either picked up misplaced karma. Now, misplaced karma means that you have taken the blame for something that you didn't do. That's mm -hmm. plain and simple. You either thought, oh, that's my fault, I asked them to come here and now something's happened to them. If I hadn't asked them, that wouldn't have happened. No, you're taking the blame for something that you didn't do, you know. Uh, or maybe you did do something that did cause, you know, something to happen. Um, and maybe somebody's lost a life or somebody lost something and it was a tragedy that took place. But past life surrogacy is not about blame. It is actually about freedom and forgiveness. So there is no judgment. There is no, oh, well, you did definitely did do that. There's nothing like that at all. It is the power of bearing witness. And yeah. that's the reason behind it, is the bearing witness to allow you to fully understand why you're carrying these mimicking symptoms of a past life into your present day. And it's it's fascinating, you know, it totally fascinates me, you know, that people and all sorts of, and I've done thousands of these now, and and that's why I'm I have I'm writing three books on it, simply because there's too much to get into one book. But yeah, it's the it's the power of it that people then identify with hang-ups, phobias, fears. Uh, and you, know, you may have even seen this, you know, in your, your own life. I'm talking to everybody out there that, you know, why, why does this always happen to me? Why did that same pattern repeat the process? Because there's a timeline that happens and, and you're in that loop. So it doesn't matter. You go, right, I'm never going to happen. That's never, ever going to happen again. Lo and behold, the time frame comes round and there it is. Mm -hmm. Happens again, you know. I have, have a lot. Sorry, Joan Francis, sorry. Um, I just, if I can just, um, <laughs> just say, say something here. I have been watching um, today about the past life surrogacy that you, that you did on YouTube um, with mm. the American lady. Um, I yeah. found that uh, really interesting today mm. as to the symptoms and part of her life that's going on now to what happened in her past life. And you never mm -hmm. knew any of that at all while you no. were given the past life, um, you know, surrogacy healing that you were getting. So um, I also, there was a little bit in it as well that I, I found quite interesting. Um, and it was, she was going through lots of MRIs and CT scans and things like that, uh -huh. and they couldn't find anything. But can you explain yeah. just a little bit more about that? And for anybody interested, please watch yeah. on YouTube for John Francis's um, YouTube um, channel. Yeah, because it's, it's really and it's, it's actually on my website as well. Mm -hmm. um, the link from the YouTube is sitting inside the video section, so and it is worthwhile going to. It's fascinating, actually. I, I, even if it's fascinating. So it's called Phantom, 
phantom illnesses. Now, doctors have labelled people for many, many years, and I'm not downing doctors because they go by they go by statistics of yes, you know, here's an MRI, there's nothing there, we can't find anything, you know, here's an X-ray, or or we have done a scan, or we've we've checked your bloods, or you know, all these things, and they go by facts of medicine, okay. But what happened in particular for that particular lady, as we talk about her just now, is that she would um, wake up and and her uh, phrase, and I don't know this beforehand, it's not like hypnosis, as I said earlier, because with hypnosis, you have to take a whole script of information from the person. You have to design everything because of everything that's happened in the person's life, whereas Past life surrogacy. I don't even want. I don't even need to know your name. That's the process. I don't want, oh, don't want to know anything. Yeah. So when you turn up, I might have your name because you're booked, and I've got your name in my diary, you know. But that's it. And and as I say, we go straight into it. But what happened was um, with that lady in particular, and I'll just cut the story right down because you do need to watch yes. it to get just yeah. things. But part of that story is, and it's quite dramatic, so please be warned, there is a caution on the video before you even watch it, you know, that, you know, the, the, there is nothing held back, because I can't, because I am them in that moment. So you can't say, can't see that, you know, no, sorry, it's all revealed, that's it. But in that past life, um, there was a part of her journey in the past life, and she was female. Uh, anyway, she was on this ship, and unfortunately, she was captive, and th they didn't get above ground. You know, they didn't get up to alleviate themselves. So basically, everything was on the floor between being sick and urinating and defecation, you know, on the floor, everything was there. And the stench was so bad that she called out. She she called out for to get up out of, you know, the, the space for fresh air. Um, unfortunately, and I'm not going to go any further on here, but that is the crucial part of her journey. But in this life, I'm going to jump from that life now, but in this life, she woke up one morning and it was about the same age that she was in the past life. In this life, she woke up one morning, just all of a sudden, she said she started to get this stench up her nose. And no matter what she did, she couldn't get rid of it. And she went to her physician uh, they then sent her for MRI scans because they were starting to think that she, maybe she had a brain tumour uh, and all these symptoms were appearing in this life. There was many other symptoms, I have to tell you, that happened in the past life, that happened in this life, that duplicated, virtually duplicated, even right down to her career in this life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. To the mm -hmm. thing that happened to her in her career which was huge, uh, all of that duplicated. It just mimicked it straight across. Even having two children, she had two children, you know, all these things. And the MRI showed nothing. And she said, the words that you used in the past life 
And please forgive me, I'm going to use those words now. It's not really a bad one, but, you know. It was that, it was the, that goddamn smell, you know, that was up her nose. And she would use that phrase in this She's going, in this again. And she would have this and she would feel sick with it and everything else. And she would have this fear that would come up in her, but also like this kind of a wee rage that was there as well. That was the rage that she had in the past because she was realising that they were not going to get out of there. And, and then unfortunately, even what happened to her happened to her in this life. So again, I want to say um, there is a caution that comes yes. with it. Yeah, nothing, people can watch it as well. People can watch it. Um, it is very interesting. If anybody is interested in watching this, please go on to Joan Francis's YouTube page and also your website as well. I've got information underneath there, um, you know, for I'm anyone who would like to, to contact you, um, Joan Francis. You've also got more people on now as well. So, yes, yes, I'd like to say hello to Susan Thompson. Um, welcome um, for coming on. Um, yeah, mm. Susan's, yeah, well, yeah. That's actually made there. If I, if you don't mind, if yeah, I can jump there. in, yeah, yeah, that's the one. And she's saying, like, doctor not finding anything wrong, and then saying that it's a functional neurological disorder, and yeah. that's, that's true. So many people are labeled in this life with disorders, neurological disorders, you know, and that's right. Mm -hmm. It's because they can't find anything, so they they, they feel that they have to label something. And uh, I, I, honestly, thousands uh, of these later, you know, it's a case of, you know, I tell people when they say, doctors can't find anything wrong with me. And I do, I, I, do, I turn around and I say, can I ask you one question? Mm -hmm. And they say, yeah, yeah. I say, do you find that your life is like a loop? And you go back over the same things over and over and over again. Doesn't matter how long apart, but the same thing keeps coming back. Yeah. And I say, you're you're suffering from past life syndrome. Because the past life, the syndrome is from your past, and you're actually reliving it because we're vibration. Everything about us is vibration. Mm -hmm. And that to you, you know. Um and, and and it's already in the timeline. So many times, I do my own numerology, as I call it. You know, there is a numerology system out there, but I, as soon as I link into somebody's energy and you get that, that date, that one figure, you know, the number that's there, and and then you could say to them, okay, and now, now let's double that. And you'll find that the same patterns happened again and then double that again. You know, you just keep adding on. And it's so fascinating because people go, oh, my God, yeah, yeah. Oh, how did I not see that pattern before myself? My job is to be the surrogate. It's to bring that information to the person who's, who's came in front of me because I believe, I strongly believe that we made that deal Way before we even got here, you know, in the in the reincarnation chamber, when you're ready to, you know, make that, it's like, you know what, if I haven't fixed this at this time in my life, 
I'm going to meet up with you and then you can help me, you know, in that space. And it's it's fascinating. Lorna's there, I see that you yeah. put it up on the screen. Yeah. Um, and it is, it's it's fascinating in that way. So, so for me, it's very much about getting into knowing who you are and if you have got patterns like that or you have got disorder i mean i've worked with people and, and they had some of the most horrendous disorders and 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 then all of a sudden they have a past life and, and i always remember this one woman who and i'm smiling not laughing at her I'm, I'm laughing because it was we were we were laughing actually we were hysterically laughing so much that we were crying and she got up off of the, my from my studio, you know, she got up off the chair uh, after it was all finished with, and she says, could I use your restroom? And I said, yes, yes. She pointed out where it was, and, and she came in with, with two walking sticks, and she just went through and went to the restroom, and, and I turned around like that, and I saw her sticks, and I went, oh, she's left her sticks here. And I lifted the sticks, and I was ready to walk through to give her these sticks as, as she was coming out the, the, the restroom. And all of a sudden I heard this scream from the bathroom and she went, oh, God, you know, and she was screaming because she realised she'd actually got up and walked away and didn't use her sticks. Wow. And I was like, wow, you wow. know. Yeah. yeah it's fascinating, uh -huh. you know. Um, yeah. We're getting lots of comments. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah getting cool. lots of comments here. Um, we've got, um, I'll just put a few up. We've got um, Marie Quinn, I would love to be able to connect with my past life. Um, yeah. Now, there's a few few ways that you can actually connect yourself with your own past life. Um, I'm always into self-help as well. And, and that is to try and put yourself into a, a really the most deepest meditation that you can go to. But prior to doing that meditation, um, ask yourself that if you can view any life that is holding you back in this life, okay? So make that statement prior to going into your meditation. But you also have to remember this, that uh, you can't pick and choose your past lives, okay? They're already there. They're already set. There, there's no, um, you know, like, oh, I, I will have that one, but I won't have that one. <laughs> you, you can't do that because if you do, you can if you want, of course, you have free will. But if you do do that, you're never going to get to the bottom of why you have a life that's holding you back. Mm -hmm. And if I can take a moment to just explain this, my belief system, and I don't mean that you have to believe it, is that uh, because of working this way for so many years since, you know, I can remember back to four and a half, you know, so and I'm 65 now, so, you know, there's a, a few years under the bridge, as I call it, you know, but, you know, our soul can reincarnate many, many times. And in fact, your soul can reincarnate into parallel worlds, never mind parallel existences, all at the one time. So, because the soul is, is, is a very powerful tool, you know, and, but what can happen here is that, you know, 
when your soul is finished with a life, and I say use that loosely, sorry, but you know, I talk plainly, I'm so transparent. But you know, when you're finished with this this body that we're in right now, the soul is a continuous energy, as we all know. But what also can happen is that, you know, if your soul that part of your soul. So think of your, your this is the whole soul. Um, and you're in this life just now and you've had two others that's been perfect and you've finished with them and they're really good and they're there. But these two over here, kind of a sum went wrong and you need to come back and sort it out. These two are why you're in this life just now. You know, so it's that process. And when, this, when you're finished with this life, if you haven't dealt with these two, mm -hmm you're going to come back again and now you've got three to deal with. So you can have, and the most I've dealt with in one session in past life surrogacy side of things, is five lives. And believe you me, that was a marathon, you know, within there. But when you pass over in these lives that are pure, it's what I term as pure now, then what actually happens is that they're the lives, they're the guides. They're your guides that are pure. Your guides don't require anything from you. Your guides are here to help you. Uh, they never ask you to do anything for them. You never ask you for anything in return. They are solely here to guide you in this fashion. So when you pass over and you have mis what I term as misplaced karma or you have did a deed that w didn't work out very well for you, you know, it's a case of you reincarnate. You prepare to reincarnate, to clear those lives. Because the soul, you know, there's 40, I see the 14 dimensions of life. Mm -hmm. and the oneness is back in the 14th dimension. So in this life, you know, it's a case of when the vibration of the soul, for me, the soul cannot go past uh, the, the, the realm of, of eight. When you get to the realm of eight, you have to make a decision, you know, whether you return into the oneness, as I call it, or you come back onto this earth to aid other people. But if you get anything wrong with you, you don't go to the sixth dimension. The sixth dimension is heaven. And then you have to return to the fifth, because the fifth dimension is the power of reincarnation. And I'll just add this one thing, it might be too much, but... I feel the world needs it just now, is that we, our vibrations as a spiritual energy is actually becoming into the fifth dimension. Yeah. We used to say we're in the fourth dimension, but we're already in the fifth. And some of us are even bouncing between that and the sixth right now. But what happens when you start to move into that fifth and sixth dimension whilst you're still incarnate, in other words, still in the body, yeah. what actually happens is, is that you, you can, in a sense, go beyond your own space, simply because if you did something wrong or you, or you had a negative thought of something, it's like, bang, it's going to hit you right back in that space. You're so open, you're so transparent. And the vibration, instead of people saying, you know, I've heard this phrase and I don't really agree with it, but anyway, um, or have a thought, but then as long as you have a good thought after it, it's okay. 
even thought, you know, when you have that thought, what you do want to do is come back and ask yourself why you had that thought. Yeah. Don't just dismiss it and say, it's okay, I've had a good thought now and that thought's away. No, that thought came up because there's something going on within you and that needs rest. It's not to judge you. It's not to do anything else. It's actually to help you to purify yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the important thing. This is so interesting. You know, it really, it really is. I could go on and on here all night. You know, um, I really could. But I know we, were, we did promise, all, you know, a couple of readings, you know, or even one reading, you know. For quickness, we'll go. But we did, we did promise that. But before yes. we come to that, so everybody stay on, stay on just now, okay? Stay on. Um, yeah, stay, stay on. Before we come to the readings, because we will come to it, I think the next one I really wanted to touch on myself, um, but someone else has come up with it. Is it true that the people you have in this life are also people from your past life? Now, I, I was listening to to the the show um to today and and i have heard this before as well i know maybe some people might not have but um the part that you you had mentioned was parents um who who you know then becoming the the reverse to the children who Uh you know like a son like a son then becoming a mother um in this life and a daughter then maybe becoming a father etc um so where does all that information come from, for, you know, for, for people who are interested? Where does it all come from? Well, from the past life to the present day. So when yeah. I'm working with someone, so I can only, how I work. So when I'm yeah. working with someone and I see, you know, so you get the information. So I'll tell you this yeah. one just for quickness so it's yeah. easier. So yeah. working with a, a, a girl, and what happened and she's this story's in the book it was the very first one that i'd ever done anyway you your books um, as well you need to give us the books as well because no, i've not got that i'll get there <laughs> so the from that past life um what happened was we had a mother a father a son and a daughter okay now i was actually working with the girl who was the daughter of the past life but and and I suppose in this moment I will say this. Um, you know, my first words out of my mouth working with that girl, and she was the very first one, I had received this this download and experience that morning, and I was told that I was going to work with um <coughs> excuse me, some someone that day. And anyway, um the story's in the book. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> and but what happened was my first words to this girl, and I, I and I just looked at her and, and I said, "So you're here for to have your past life revealed, you know?" And she went, "Yes." And anyway, all the stories in the book in detail, but my first words to her was, um, "So you." So your father in this life is not actually your biological father, but he's actually your mother from your previous incarnation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
there is no coming back from that statement. Do you no. know what I mean? <laughs> and I remember sitting there going, oh my God, did I just say that? <laughs> and I could see her looking at her eyes, was looking at me and I could see tears in her eyes. But in that moment, and as I say, the full story's there, but in that moment I thought, either I have to get out my head and do what I was shown or I'm not going to be able to help this girl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it switched like that. I completely moved out my own space. There I was as her in this past life. But at the end of that story of her past life, what happened was, yes, her, her mother of the past life came in as her stepfather of this life, her father, it's crazy, but her father of the past life came in as her mother of this life. Her brother in the past life stayed her brother in this life because there was a big reason for that as well. Mm -hmm. Because everyone had that, they all had their, their past experiences that created that perception to come in as someone else, you know. And I've also seen in other lives, there was another um, session that I'd done with a person and the parents didn't understand the children in the past life. They just couldn't get their heads into why the children wanted to do certain things. And what happened is, it was in this life, the parents actually came in as the children and the children were the parents. Yeah. That was the bit I had actually seen earlier on. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah, also, also another thing I think is really interesting, animals in human form. Yeah. Now, I know, speaking for myself here, I've had many, many dogs and I've loved them all dearly. But I have one dog just now. I've got two dogs, but one of the dogs, um, Mia, um, there's something about her. And I know that she knows me from a previous life or mm -hmm. she's been mm -hmm. sent to the spirit world because mm -hmm. this dog, when we look at each other, it's like soul to soul. You know, and people mm -hmm. maybe not believe that, but I, I tell you, there's something different about no, this. Yeah. Dog is so intuitive to me, you know, and and I know what she's saying to me, and then she knows what she, what I'm saying to her. Mm -hmm. She knows if I'm not mm -hmm. right. She knows um, what I need. You know, I can't explain mm -hmm. it. You know, but mm -hmm. I, I do believe about animals being um, mm -hmm. sent to help you, but also being part of maybe your life in a human form and mm -hmm. um, before that. Um, I really do there's, believe that. There's so many. And and one one story that's in the first book that's coming out, um, absolutely. I mean, these things blow my mind. You know, I, I sit in awe of, wow, because I'm telling their past life story and then they tell me their life. You know, and they—they're the ones that are tying it up, and it's yeah. just so fascinating. But one of the stories is it comes in that it's three lives, three lives to this one person, and the first one was an animal. I'm not going to tell you what type of animal. The first one was an animal, 
and the three lives. So this was a repetitive thing that happened throughout the three lives. Totally different experiences of life, but how it's threaded in. It's the weaving, the threading, the it's I call it the entanglements of all this. And I saw as this man explained to me, you know, the, the three lines. And I was shocked. I really was. I was like, and how detailed he could be of doing something in this life, which was two lives. It was the middle life. And I was, I was like, wow. It just the detail how he bring that in and you just can't make that stuff up, you know. No, no, it's, it's, no absolutely not. Especially for me. I, I don't want to know anything about the person. In fact, if they even begin to even tell me what they're you know, where they come from, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I do the same I do the same in readings as well, you know, you know, if you if you're going out somewhere and you've got a whole gathering of people i'll say just want your name first name only do not leave it with me and i'll let them decide who i'm going to first tell me nothing and don't take me into that room oh, i love it i love alice i'm alice i'm calling you alice in there oh, oh what was that all about alice. <laughs> something but i love that because i do the same and i think that's uh a quality that we should never never release it's, yeah. it's a, it's, to me it keeps you grounded yeah, you know absolutely. it holds you yeah. in that space that everything is a trust you know it's a trust it's, it's and like, that's what you have to do you you have to trust that you know you've got to 100 mm -hmm. trust what you're doing oh, you know and yeah. uh, and we, we both mm -hmm. do we both do but yeah but i'd like to just kind of move on a little bit because i know people are here and i know they're desperate to get our, our best to get a reason from you so i'll, I'll mm -hmm. leave you with that just now there and i'll i'll watch the comment box for you to oh, okay take that off i forgot to take that off <laughs> so will i do some will i do some card readings or do whatever do whatever what you do? feel you do whatever you feel okay so okay let me see um i know i i'm Debbie, I could talk all night. I know she's saying I could listen all <laughs> Believe you me. Um, okay. So let me I've just saw Debbie's name. So I'm Alice, I'm going to ask you to say who's to get a reading because I always find, oh, I don't want to, but I'll start with Debbie and you can okay. you know, then we're here. Uh okay, Debbie, I'm just gonna link into your energy here just now. And for some reason or other, um yeah, yeah, the, the book the book will be on the Facebook, so don't worry about that. Um, and I'm glad I picked this card because it actually says, so this is the Seven of Wands. And, and Debbie, I feel as if when I'm linking into your energy here, I feel as if there's something that you are, uh, in a sense, fighting with within yourself. I feel this is in connection with another, possibly another two people. Mm, could be a third third person there, but I feel as though there's there's two people involved in it. I also feel as though it's something to do with that, in a sense, an energy or or what you're capable of. Um, and I, I'm just going to say it. I feel as if somebody's putting you down just now. 
Okay, it's as though your your capabilities are being, uh, in a sense, um, discredited, you know, or you know, it's that you you're being told that you're not you're not good enough, or you don't feel that you're good enough for the way people are are treating you. And I feel right now, I want to say to you that you have a, a very strong uh, energy. Now, I know you're saying your, your name is Debbie, but I, I'm going to say you've got a very strong, and I'm not meaning that you're masculine, but you have a very strong masculine energy within you. It's like people will say to me, I have a masculine energy. You couldn't be any more feminine than me. But <laughs> it's that process of you have an inner strength. And I feel that you need to tap into that inner strength. And as you tap into it, then I feel... And, I, and I'm going to say it might take to February for all of this to clear the passageway. And I know that might sound a long way away, but I do feel that I want to say to you, February, your life is going to be very, very different. OK, I feel much happier, much stronger, much more outgoing. I feel then the energy is opening up for you. And, and I do feel that you connect with spirit because I can just feel spirit all around me there. And I, and I feel that that's what I want to say. And I know that we might not have a great deal of time here right now uh, because I've talked too much. <laughs> know that the spirit is around you, but you have to fight for what you want out of life. It's not what you need, it's what you want, okay? Um, your needs will be met. But it's what you want. Uh, I feel that. Uh, if you're there, if you can write a wee comment back, yep. does it make sense? If it doesn't, um, you're so right. Says. You're so right. right. Just so right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So remember so, what uh, I said. No, hold yeah. on to that. Okay. Mm. Uh, uh, next one, Michelle Oliver. Michelle. Okay. Can't see you now, Michelle, but I'm just going to go for it for you here. Okay. Right. So you've got the strength card coming in here and everybody does tarot differently. And what I'm going to do is I have my own way of working with tarot, but I feel here that you, you need to turn around as well and, and kind of a see the passageway for you. I feel as if uh, I'm. I feel as if I'm a horse and I have blinkers on. Okay, so that means to me that you you're only looking at one space, and I want you to turn around and actually see the the powerful opening here. Now I do feel I have a mother figure coming in from spirit as well, and as the mother figure comes in, um, I'm not sure if it's mother or grandmother because I feel as if I'm going between two levels here. So. Please bear with me with that. But as she comes in, um, I feel what I want to say is I feel as if I'm going down the body here and I'm going to the front of the body and I feel as though um, it's more to do with like a, a deterioration of the body. And this could be cancer or there was something wrong in the lower half of the body that is like a, you know, like a gut to bowel process or the womb but I feel as if I'm in that space of the body and I feel as if it deteriorated so please come on and tell us if you can understand um the lady here from spirit and as she comes forward I feel as if she said just it's it, I feel as if she would have been a lady that would have been right in there and telling you off because I feel as if I want to say come on you know you can you're better than this you can do better than this and it's that 
moment and I don't feel as if she's chastising you because you've been bad I feel that grandmother there you go so I feel as if she's saying that you can be better you can you can do better and you are better and and I feel she's trying to boost you up rather than put you down do you understand and there's a passageway there um i'm getting an education symbol so i don't know if you need education or it's to further yourself within an education process but she's saying you can you can actually do this you are good enough to do it and she's so strong this lady from spirit i feel so, she's giving me a backbone here that that's so strong and she wants me to sit up and I feel that's what she wants for you, okay? Um, the strength card is always about not doing other people's bidding but being true to yourself, okay? And that's what I feel you need to do here, okay? Right, just let us know if that was that was good for you and you understand it or you need to think about it. You know, I'm not afraid for people to say I don't know. I get so many people she coming. She my grandmother so she can understand. Yeah, so she's there. Uh, yes, I understand. Stopped my education at university because of depression and anxiety. Work with someone, get get into whether it be homeopathic or herbalism or a neuropathy or something like that. Work with natural remedies. Get yourself into the straight and narrow. That doorway is there for you, Michelle. Your grandmother is giving you a backbone to get yourself back in there. Okay. Uh, blessings okay. to you. Okay. All right. Okay. Do another one. Okay. I would love a reading. Marie Davidson. Okay. Marie Davidson, here we go, right, middle of the pack for you, Marie, oh, little star coming up here, okay, so going with that, I feel as if there's a, a number of um, processes, um, uh, how can I say this, um, Marie, I feel as if you're, you're bidding a great deal of, of experiences, I'm going to say, of life, I feel as if you're, it's like you're like an onion, you know, you've got this core that happened and then it's as though everything else is just piling in on top of that space, okay? So for me, um, it's about, yeah, open the box, open the Pandora box, you know, get in connection because I feel as though that it's the, um, the star here that's actually wanting to, uh, again, you know, work with you. So it's as though, you know, sometimes when something goes wrong and they say it always happens to me, and lo and behold, it happens again and then it happens again. And this is a process here. But Marie, I feel as though there's, there's a, a core with yourself. And it's that one thing that you just need to work with. So I'm going to ask you to think about the one thing that is the most deepest thing with you. And then I would like you to think of the star tonight and sit quietly. Think of that star of hope. And you know what? I'm virtually getting chills right up through me. So I know this is going to work for you. And sit comfortably. Switch your phone off and think of the star. Just think of hope and bring that energy into you. And as you bring it in, then... Think of that one thing that kicked it all off, okay? 
and just ask for to learn from that experience and be open in your mind to feel and understand it and then ask the star to lift that energy and just fill you with golden light and feel that healing okay because i can feel it emotionally right now from you and and i'm right there with you okay so you know i i feel that doesn't matter open the box find the one thing and heal that's the one thing i'm going to say there please let me know if you understand that yeah just put a comment please on the box if you can understand that okay um the last one then john francis yeah <laughs> uh, hold on i'm just looking around i'm looking to see uh oh here we go um who's this oh yeah okay so would love and appreciate a beautiful message ah there we go okay the, oh this oh it's for you we take that one okay. oh oh this is all about love i love this so this is the night of pups and of course again i'm going to say the, the power of the night as the night comes in, love is a changing energy. And as it comes in here, I feel as though that's in a sense what you are either looking for or you are in a sense, um, it's coming in, it's requested, you know. So you put a message out to the universe and said, I need more love. You know, uh, I, either a sexual partner, or uh, a friendship love or you know a just deep love you know a deep sentiment love you know that's coming in here and i feel that's what you're looking for that third one is a deep sentiment love okay so you may already have a partner you you know but you need the love you need to feel the love again and i feel this is what it is um one thing i'm going to say here is that as I, as I feel into this, I'm, I'm actually coming up into my throat, okay? So, um, I feel as if you can't speak. I don't mean that you've got a disability. I, I feel that you can't speak your, um, how you feel. So there's a blockage here in the throat chakra, and as, as that's happening, it's it's either you're not being you're not being able to speak your truth of how you feel, or you're speaking but it's falling on deaf ears as I, I get here. So it's not being listened to, and because of that, it is this um, feeling of this love that, and I feel as though you need to bring that. So either you need to speak openly and let your, your partner know what is going on here or if you find that you have this blockage then find a therapist and work with the therapist so that you can clear this so that when love does appear in this space you're then ready to move forward with it and not hold all this old energy here in the throat chakra okay um Again, just let us know if you can understand that message that's coming forward to you because it's I feel that quite quite strongly in the throat chakra. So you're not either speaking or nobody's listening to what you're actually saying here. 
uh, let us know if that makes sense for you. Okay, just leave that no, little comment. I was trying to do them fast. No, you've, done, you've done great. You've done great. You've done so well. Uh, you, you know, so um, will we do one more? Or are you all right yeah, with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was somebody there that was looking. I'm just trying to find it again. So just bear with me. Uh, no, okay. Trying to find who this was again. Uh, must be down here. Oh yeah. Well, you're finding Michelle. You get back into your art also. That's really, really important. Power of expression. You know. Okay. Sorry. So we've got Stephen. Hello, ladies. Um, I'm requesting a reading, please. I have obstacles that are really getting in the way. Okay. Right, Stephen. So let's see um, what we got here. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, this is one that you probably don't want, Stephen, but it's uh, it's going to allow us to understand the deeper process within yourself. So the nines are really all about, in a sense, fulfillment. But sometimes the nine of swords, which it does pro project here, is that it's more to do with the thought process and very heavy thoughts going on here. I don't really like using the word depression, um, but that's what some people will will class it as. You know, I like to call it low mood, low thought, you know, in that way. But this this card tends to bring in, and, and I suppose you've said a little bit of that there, but the card is depicting what you're actually saying. I find the obstacles that you're speaking of is, is not just about... Um, so it's how to say this okay so this is not just about your own thoughts this is about other people's uh and i, and I, I do want to actually speak about belief systems um i try not to get into religious and politics but here we go um it's that moment of saying that there's there is obstacles there and i do feel them i don't know if it's partly to do with um, tradition, culture, you know, you heard us talking earlier about Alice and myself was brought up, you know, in the Catholic religion, um, which we would have been excommunicated, you know, if we were talking about spirits and everything else. But sometimes our belief systems or the systems around us kind of a infiltrate into our life and I feel there's part of that that this is what's going on here. And I feel that there's a there's a cross communication, you know, energy that's sitting there. Um, and I do believe this is something to do with you personally as well. So I don't know if it's how you believe about yourself, you know, so there could be a personal thing going on here. It's more to do with um, who you are, how you want to project yourself. You know, I get that type of feeling coming forward and, and I feel as though, uh, again, it's it's kind of a lot what other people are, you know, are, are putting on me. So I get that cross-communication going on. I feel at this moment you need to have, uh, it's, what I would term is, you know, I, I would really advise you to have some life coaching done, um, whether it be intuitive life coaching or life coaching, traditional life coaching, but you need to have this uh, energy that kind of a, gets to be expressed so that you can clear your head 
because there's really a lot to do with clearing your head here and really getting to know how you feel within yourself. And I do feel that that should happen now, okay? Uh, and that way then, as you move forward, you're going to move forward with an entirely different viewpoint and I actually mean a new perspective in life as you move into 2024. Oh, did I actually speak about 2024? Oh my <laughs> God. It's not far away. <laughs> so let me know, Stephen, um, if any of that at all made sense for you. I'm trying, I was trying to keep it a bit personal for you, but it's sometimes it's a wee bit difficult, you know, when you're yeah. in an open yeah. platform. <laughs> to talk yeah. about personal personal stuff you know okay well we're, we're actually doing really well because considering we were meant to finish at nine o'clock it's actually 20 past nine so <laughs> so we're just, we've done really quite well you know uh so I'm just... can i finish with your order oh yeah yeah please oh, yeah i didn't, I didn't yeah. forget i didn't forget okay um what i'm looking at is that you have a dual core personality so dual core personalities are and you have this a uh, beautiful um yellow and purple core color so first of all, the yellow is very much the analytical side of yourself. So you, you know, even growing up, you must have been very much in your head, uh, lots of thoughts, lots of the wheels turning on a constant basis, as I call it. Um, I tend to call yellow personalities alone filofax. They're they're like a filofax. You know the old filofax that you keep everything yeah. in it, you know, in that yeah. way. And that's exactly, your head is full of information, you know, in that way. But because um, you have a dual colour, the purple in itself is actually the opposite of the yellow anyway. But the purple is very much the spiritual energy and the gifts and the talents, you know, that you actually have. And you know what? It's very much about, you know, the balance between the organization and the spiritual energy because the purple is very much to do with spirit the communication the gifts the healing and i do believe that you have a healing gift as well now i have to be honest i don't know all about you alice no. you know so I'm, I'm kind of just going with what i'm getting here so the the process for me is that there is a healing gift i know you're a medium so you've got the spiritual gift there but the healing gift for me, I feel as though it's it's kind of a there, but you've got to unravel it even more. You know, it's as if there's more to that gift that you can bring to the surface there. And that's what I'm getting to tell you. And the other side of this, when you combine the two of them together, you know, you were talking earlier and you were saying, oh, I'm learning this. I'm learning the back end of this. I'm, you know, that's the analytical side. Yeah, yeah. And when you put that together, not everybody can put the spiritual side with the analytical side, you know, the we, we all try it, but you can you can infuse that. And and to be honest, I think you could even take that stage further and and really organize other events out with even these as well. So that's a that's a big thing for you, dear. Oh, but you definitely so dual colour. 
dual color yeah dual color that's lovely thank you so much and it makes sense it totally makes sense and the healing side of it as well because i'm an ex-nurse so um yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was an RGN, yeah. so yeah uh, so oh, that wow. makes total sense you know um oh, wow. I, yeah yeah so uh, and you're right about the spirit side of things as well and and i'm doing this side of it as well the organizing and learning mm -hmm. things you know uh you know i think that's what life's about you know um okay. you know so, yeah. ah there we go giving ah, me oh i see you that's right okay, you that that there. He says you have Thank given me direction, traditional ways and no politics. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. It's good to get feedback yeah. though, isn't it? It is oh, good to get feedback. That's fantastic. I have oh, loved Lauren. this tonight. Thank you so much. You can look at all the comments we're getting. Isn't that lovely? Oh, there you go. Oh. Yeah, lovely. It really is. It's been yeah. great having you on the show, Joan Francis. It has. And I definitely would love another chat with you at some point because there's been other questions coming in or where people were interested in finding out more about the extraterrestrial side of things. And so I'm, oh. I'm this, you know, I just feel, you know, this is just like a book that's just slightly open for you. And there's so much more there. You know, and I know you've been doing this for a while, John Francis, but you know that you have just got so much more there to give. You know, it's just mm -hmm. amazing, and your knowledge oh. as well is absolutely it's it's just incredible. So it has been an absolutely amazing um mm -hmm. evening. But your books, can I just say as well? Um, because I never popped that on the comment, um, the the bit underneath, but your books. You have some. You have a new book coming out soon. Is that correct? Yes, but, that's correct. Uh -huh. Yeah. Do you want to advertise that yet, or? Well, well, the book the book has already got its title. So okay. the book is actually past life surrogacy on the cutting edge of karma. That's book one. There's okay. actually a trilogy. Okay. I'm going to hold the other two titles uh, at the moment. So okay. book one will be coming out. I'm actually just in the editing. So hopefully it will be yeah. by the new year. We'll have everything. It should be in the printer's hand or the the publisher's yeah. hands, I should yeah. say, over the next four weeks. You know, that's that's there. So by the yeah. new year, I expect it to be sitting on the, the shelves, you know. Yeah. Uh, so great. I'll let everybody know. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just so yeah. people know there's another book coming out from Joan Francis. And including um including with this as well, we also have on the 7th of December, um, Spark of, of Light are actually going to hold an event on the 7th of December. And Joan Francis Boyle will be actually doing the surrogacy, past life surrogacy reveal it's going to be called mm -hmm. and it's a demonstration and it will be from 7 30 till 9 30 but it'll be held mm -hmm. on zoom now um mm -hmm. this is for anybody interested in coming along and um mm -hmm. and being i mean there'll be quite a few people that will get this past life surrogacy on mm -hmm. the evening but 
um, if you come on, you may be that one of those people who, who get that experience or you just get the experience by actually listening to what's actually going on with it because I think it'll be absolutely amazing. Yeah. So if you can just quickly tell a little bit about that because that's, okay. that's, yeah. that's your part there. That so, Joan thank you, Alice. The, on the night, uh, very short, very short. I know you might think that's not capable of me but a very short discussion because uh, in the in the brief that with the advert advertisement there will be a detailed of what is actually going to happen so that people can understand exactly what's going to happen on the night there will be a reference to that video that I was actually we were talking about earlier so that people can go and watch that video before the night as well so that they're aware of what actually transpires and on the night what i do is what i term is um many events so that doesn't mean to say that we cut anything out because I, you can't do that but the past lives that will happen is we won't spend a lot of time talking and discussing after it and we won't do the um the actual the um my good restoration I will do the restoration after the event is finished. So in other words, it will be done in two parts for you. So if you volunteer and you're picked for that volunteer, um, then you will have your past life done in front of everyone who will be there. And of course, you have to agree that it's going to be filmed and, you know, in that way. And uh, but if you don't get picked, the detail that comes forward it's so fascinating and you learn people tell me that all the time that they say oh god i didn't realize that and i didn't realize that and when that happened oh i felt that and some people actually feel it you know even when they're sitting in the audience as well so if you're interested in um coming along to the demonstrations it means then that you there'll be a small fee just to enter and and then you you can volunteer and and be there on the night uh and we'll try and put in that's why we'll be, we're doing the two hours you know into that show and probably we'll be able to get quite a few in on the night as well so i can't wait it's fascinating yeah yeah, yeah. it'll be really good so I'm looking, forward, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing the advertising for that as well so that'll be good so um yeah um and your information's all been on there as well, John Francis. So if anybody would like to get in touch with you, um, please do. Uh, here it is again. There's the information at the bottom. Okay, contact info, www.johnfrancis.com or www.facebook.com, info at johnfrancis.com. So you've got a whole list there. Um, if anybody would like yeah. to get in touch with myself, it is... Quite simply, <laughs> alistreboro at gmail.com, spiritual psychic medium. And my web my web page is still getting work done to it. Um, so <laughs> I'm I'm halfway there at the moment. Um, um I know we will be we will also be doing a podcast um with mm -hmm. what's happening happened here tonight. Um, it'll be kind of a little bit different, but it will still be part of this. And it will be on the Spark of Light Spiritual Chat Show on Spotify next Thursday, eight o'clock, for those who would like a catch-up of it. Uh, and um, anything else below to mention? Yeah, like and subscribe as well onto the YouTube oh, yes. page. Yeah, okay. And that, that is for John Francis Boyle and also 
for myself as well, um, which will be the Sparkle of Light um, spiritual page. Um, so anybody interested, Sparkle of Light Spiritual Centre, uh, if you can go on to that and you will also see, you probably know anyway because it's live on YouTube tonight. And I think most people have joined through the YouTube tonight than they actually have on Facebook. Um, I think there was a few difficulties there tonight. So yeah. it is what it is, you know, and as long as we get out there and we spread that love from the spirit world and also the knowledge that comes behind all these guests that I have on the show, because it's their knowledge that brings us the wisdom and our learning and also it extends as well you know because you learn as well from whatever happens yeah. tonight you know learn as well so it's a continuous process of soul learning uh, so I would honestly like to thank you tonight John Francis for being um being on uh, the show I'm just looking at some comments coming in um, yeah, thank you so much for being on this show tonight. I'm so looking forward to working with you again in December time. And also we'll get, get you back again and we'll have um, a little chat, especially about the other little bits about the extraterrestrial as well. Um, yeah, I know people are asking, can they watch it back? Yes, that's what you were just explaining there, that you know, it'll be up on YouTube and... It's on, yeah, it's on YouTube live yeah. now, so you can watch that back yeah. as many times as you like. And the mm -hmm. podcast on Spotify will be next Thursday, and it should be uh, about 8 o'clock next Thursday. It will be live. It will be a little bit different because there's a bit of music before it <laughs> and some yeah. music at the end. So it's all kind of done a little bit different, but the gist of it is you can watch it. Mm -hmm. And please also subscribe to Sparkle Light Spiritual yeah. Chat Show. It's free, so it doesn't cost you anything. And I would be mm -hmm. so appreciated. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming on this show tonight. Mm -hmm. It has been great for you coming on. And I could feel the energy from you all. I could feel that love and that energy. It was a beautiful night um, with um, what do I type in for YouTube? Is that what Debbie Kerr is asking? I know uh, she's asking what it is now. It's Back of Light um, Spiritual Chat Show is what's on um, the our Spark of Light Spiritual Centre. It's all on the YouTube page. And for mm -hmm. Joan Francis, your YouTube page is, is just oh, under yeah. Joan Francis. It's, it's actually Past Life Surrogacy. I think yeah. it's either past life surrogacy or Joan Francis Boyle. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same. Sparkle so, Spiritual Chat Show. Spiritual Psychic Medium. So it's both the same. We've both got the same kind of, um, so, you know, but there will be links anyway. I'm going to share all this. Um, but uh -huh. yes, it will be on YouTube. And it will be on okay. and, and if you forget, and if you're looking for the past life surrogacy to watch, it's actually on my website in videos. Can't miss it. You know, it's in there. Okay. Alice, can I just say thank you so much for dedicating your time, oh, your energy, so your financial energy, your expertise and everything here. It's been I've absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it. And so have I. I'm in a great night. <laughs> I've had a great night and I'm looking forward to having another night with you, John Francis. Yes. Um, you've got such yeah. beautiful energy, you really do. Um, you know, and uh, we were having a little bit of a laugh before we come on tonight, though, weren't we? Because we, we were getting voices coming through. Voices? 
Yeah. I really am looking forward to listening back just to see yeah. if, they've actually, if they've actually been caught on record, you yeah. know. Um, because it was actually happened before record, didn't it? It happened before record, and there was all these voices. Oh, there was a man, there was a woman, and there was lots of things getting said, you know. And I said, "Oh, once mm. this is recorded, we'll, you know, if voices come through, we'll be able to hear it." So let's hope so, you know. I know, um, and they may have already been been there. We're so busy talking, they could be still there in the background. Yeah. So we will. I'll be listening with intent. Yeah. <laughs> But it all happened before yeah. the actual record part got pressed. So who knows? Who knows? You know. So thank you so much, um, Joan Francis, Again, for joining us tonight. And also everyone else for joining us. Please look after yourselves, everyone, and look after each other. Good night. Okay.